Swing of the putter. Comes up with some speed. Now up the rise. For the eagle. For the win. To the cup. Take it. Yes. 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 The crowd is over. The crowd is over. Nick Taylor with the eagle. The 2023 RBC Canadian Open champion. History. History. 500 FedEx Cup points. Two-year exemption. He's an icon now in this country. That was the call from Golf Talk Canada's own and Sirius Radio's own Mark Zacchino, and he joins us now. Mark, a fantastic call. Congratulations. I was thrilled that you got to be a small part of history yesterday. Uh, thanks a lot, Matt. Uh, me too, man. I just, uh, every time I hear it, I've heard it a thousand times. And every time I hear it now, it brings me back to standing behind the uh, 18th green with uh, with all of our colleagues and all of our fans. And, I mean, it was just uh, so many things have to align for all of that stuff to take place. So, um, yeah. what, what an amazing Sunday. Absolutely ridiculous. It's almost uh, unbelievable. I, I almost uh, don't think it happened. But it, was, uh, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Nick Taylor is... Uh, such a great ambassador for the game in the country. Great guy. And uh, our fourth winner on tour this year, Matt. Where did that come yeah. from? Yeah. I know. Uh, next to the United States, no nation has more PGA Tour wins than Canada. Um, how's your voice doing? You, 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 sound, you sound actually, you know what, Mark? You sound exactly how I think you would sound. That's right. It was uh, a very, very, very late night, uh, little sleep. And uh, a long week of, uh, of broadcasting in what was first smoke, smoke-filled Toronto, fighting a live another live golf story, and then yeah. into yeah, and then into some you know pretty rough weather, and uh, it was a late night and up very early this morning, uh, making the rounds uh, for a bunch of different outlets, etc., and uh, trying at the same time to get packed and ready. Uh, you know, Graham and Bob have already left for LA. I'm I'm several hours behind them. I'm I'm on the uh, 3:34 o'clock flight here to Los Angeles. So, uh, no, not much time to celebrate. You know, we're gonna we're gonna hold on to this feeling and hopefully this moment for Canadian sports for a long time. But uh, you know, as of tomorrow, we're really gonna be switching gears because I mean, we go right into a U.S. Open. So, no rest for the wicked, but pretty awesome. Well, here's what I'm going to do. Speaking of rest, I'm going to give your uh, voice box. Is it, do we call it a voice box? I don't feel anything. Moving on. <laughs> I'm going to give you a break for the next 30 seconds. I'm going to play you maybe in the history of gameplay, me being as loud wrong as I've ever been. Have a listen to this, Mark. Don't bet on a Canadian to win. Apologies to Corey Connors. I got more on you in a second. A Canadian has not won the Canadian Open since Pat Fletcher in 1954. So apologies to Connors, Hadwin, Taylor, Svensson, uh, Hughes, and anyone else. No, don't bet. My number, my top five uh, RBC best bet. Don't bet on a Canadian to win at all. So that was uh, me on Thursday. <laughs> oh, that is uh, well. You know what? You can't be right all the time, right, Matt? Uh, I mean, no, but- hey, listen, you got to play the averages, and the averages were in your favor, right? 69 years is a long time. Uh, but we had 21 <laughs> of them in the field, and they're all playing well. And you know what's yeah. so funny? You could have made an argument, even though, Nick, even though three other guys have won this year, 
you can make a hard argument that Nick Taylor has played the best golf for Canada this year, even with Corey Connors and the Sunday he had at the PGA and whatnot. You know, Nick Taylor, second place at the WM to Scotty Scheffler, toe-to-toe. He's been so consistent all year. And we had a conversation last week on Golf Talk Canada that, you know, regardless if you think Nick's the guy to win this week or not, we all agreed that if there was that moment on a Sunday where, you know, a a Canadian had a chance to break the jinx, that Nick had the personality, he had the emotional strength, the, the mental strength to deal with the moment maybe better than the others. You know, Corey had a rough Sunday at the PGA. He had a rough uh, President's Cup alongside Taylor Penrith. Uh, Adam Hadwin can do it. been a long time since he's been there. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes, it's been a while since he's been there. We all kind of pointed to, to Nick Taylor as the guy who was emotionally ready for it, but no one could have anticipated what happened yesterday. And let's go on the emotionally ready part, because one, he shoots a 75 and ends with bogey, bogey, then a double bogey on the par five on Thursday. He then bounces back to to shoot a course record on Saturday. But maybe to me the most impressive thing, and and we can get to that crazy 72-foot putt, but he bogeyed 16, and then he hit two, like a a 12 and an 18-foot putts for birdies on 17 and 18. What he did on 17 and 18 to me, was it was just as impressive as that circus shot to win it. It was because, uh, you know, how many times on Sunday, and really at the start of the weekend, to your point, on Saturday morning, he knew he had to do something special to get back in this championship. So Nick Taylor doing what he absolutely had to do started Saturday morning. In fact, you could make an argument and started late Friday trying to fight just to get to the weekend. So it's interesting when a player in any sport, including golf, gets put in a position where they don't have any options. It's, you know, it's do or die. And we see this kind of in the NFL. You know, in the NFL, how often do we talk about teams going into the playoffs who are like, well, I wouldn't want to play them in the first round because they kind of, their playoffs started three weeks ago when they had to go 3-0 and at the end of the season uh, just to get to the playoffs. So I don't want them in the first round because – These guys over here haven't played a meaningful game since week 12 or week 14. And that kind of feels what happened with Nick Taylor and the moments and the do or die moments and that kind of quote unquote playoff pressure. It just kept climbing and building and building, but he was in that zone probably for 39 holes and then got to a playoff and had to do it for another four. So yeah, Um, To continue to do it and not break down emotionally or fatigue mentally, I mean, it's unbelievable. One of the other big stories, and we'll get to the fun with Adam Hadwin and the the security (laughs) guard and all that. We'll get to that in, in a moment. But one of the other big stories was the crowd. You know, just like they seemed like they were drunk at nine in the morning and people drinking Caesars and Topless and and all of that, like singing the national anthem. That was uh, that. Was, it felt like the waste management crowd in Canada. I said to Scully, uh, "It's the WM without the nudity, and that's only because it's not hot enough, Adam." And that and <laughs> that's kind of that is kind of where we were at. It was uh, one of the greatest atmospheres I've ever been a part of, and it started earlier in the week. It really stems from that rink hole, which is kind of like our Coliseum hole, which they have at the WM Phoenix Open, right? So, and this year, surrounding the entire thing with boards. You know, in the, in the last previous years, they put some boards around the green and some boards really around the tee. But there's really not, it's not completely enclosed 360 degrees. This year it was almost like a miniature little hockey rink. 
And uh, they, I mean, the fans were all over it, chanting for Rory, singing the national anthem when the Canadians showed up at the tee. Uh, It was over the top. Started early in the week. And by the time we got to the the Sunday, that energy bled through the entire golf course. And, uh, I mean, in the playoff, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, my inside-the-ropes protection was done come playoff time. When we had to move from the 18th hole to the 9th hole, I was in a herd of 20,000 people trying to get to the ninth green. And as you know, Matt, I am vertically challenged. You're not the largest man yes. in the world. So getting yes. through that crowd was not easy. Yeah. But you're right. The atmosphere was incredible. Yeah, it really was. Uh, the one thing good about our height is uh, you're flying uh, You're flying to California. When you're <laughs> our height, every seat is first class. So it's one of the few. T- so. Let's get to the Adam Hadwin getting tackled by security. Now, I want for you, like I'll tell you my favorite sneaky part of this, and you could pick from like Adam Hadwin's wife's Twitter account. She had some great tweets. Uh, the form tackle by the security guard. For me, it's the image of seeing Hadwin going down, but he's still protecting the magnum of champagne where it felt like he was protecting the booze as much as he was protecting his body. Does it get any more Canadian than that right there no, in, in what no. in an iconic Canadian sports moment? I love the image from, from behind. There's a camera shot looking over uh, Hadwin's shoulder, and you see Taylor yep. in the distance, and all you see is him buckle taking maybe the best spear since the late 90s Bill Goldberg threw one out on Monday Night Nitro. I mean, I was 15 <laughs> feet from that, Matt, and the only thing that saved me, I'm guessing, is a microphone – and a headset. So, you know, he had to, he had to choose who was going to get speared because there was like hundreds of people walking out there. So he went with the guy who had booze and no headset or credentials on. <laughs> but I mean, it could have been numerous people as we were all charging Nick. And uh, I mean, everybody just lost control. It was honest and it was raw and it was real. And people didn't know what to do with themselves. And it's been a long time in this city that we've had anything like that. I, I just can't recall ever feeling like that as a Toronto sports fan. Uh, I guess, you know, obviously there's the Raptors shot, you know, from the corner where yep. everybody just, you know, lost their minds. I don't even know how long ago that is now, four or five years ago, something 2019. like that. 2019. That was 2019. Four years yeah. ago. And then, of course, yeah. I got to go back to the Blue Jays in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And that and and you know, but there's, I mean, it's it's a starved market, and there's a bunch of of of, of built up frustration and, and need and want for a winner, and this goes beyond obviously Toronto. It goes from you know St. John's to to Victoria, sixty nine years of history, and uh, and you know one of the most passionate golf bases on the planet. So interrupted, and it was awesome, and we're going to be talking about it forever. Oh, yeah, and Adam Hatter just tweeted out, ready for a great week at the U.S. Open. Thanks to the USGA for keeping me safe. And they wrote, the USGA wrote a letter saying, Adam, glad you're feeling better and made the trip. Your safety and security are our utmost priority. We're here to support you and ensure your well-being. And uh, that coming from some of the people from USGA. It's great. Hey, Love Mark, it. fantastic call, fantastic tournament, a hell of a finish, and a nice little, um, a nice little cleanse after just – what the bleep was last week in the PGA. So that was sort of a nice little break from all of that. 
Totally, man. That's what sports got to be more of that, Matt, and less oh, of the yeah. other. Have a great week. Oh, yeah. You too. Take care. Fly safe. That is Mark Sacchino from Golf Talk Canada.